Hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way, you just have to follow. Heart dancing. This is Jeff Lazarus, author of Dogtology, Live, Bark, Believe. Dogtology is about man's fanatical devotion to dog, about the belief in dog, arguably one of the most popular beliefs on earth. Dogtology is available right now on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble Select Stores, and BarnesandNoble.com, Books a Million, independent bookstores, and several airports around the country. Breaking up a relationship is hard, but it's even harder when children are involved. Do you think you've been unjustly targeted by Child Protective Services? The stress of courts and hearings is intensified with the fear of losing one's child. Help is not far. Color Me Safe is a family crisis management firm in the greater Dallas area dedicated to protecting your most valuable asset. Want more information? Contact us at info at colormesafe.net or reach us through our website, www.colormesafe.net. We are here to answer any of your concerns or questions. Colormesafe.net. Hi, my name is Angela Love Foster. I'm the founder executive director of Boxes of Love Ministry. Boxes of Love is a ministry that puts together shoe boxes of hygiene items to give to the homeless, people that have lost their homes in a fire or natural disaster, anyone that is, finds themselves in a financial situation or struggle. And if you feel it in your heart to donate financially or if you'd like to donate products, please feel free to donate. You can contact me on Facebook at Boxes of Love or you can contact me via telephone at 469-364-0022. My purpose with this show is to bring you people who are making a change, making a difference in the world. And our guest today is one of the best. Her name is Lori Grant, and she is so much more than a wife, daughter, sister, and friend. She knows that her journey has a reason, and she embraces it all. Lori is a professionally trained life energy coach, energy medicine practitioner, children's book author, and lover of life. If you ever have trouble saying no, feeling guilty when you do, or think it's your job or responsibility to fix everything or everyone, you will want to work with Lori. Thank you, Lori, for being on the show. Welcome to Heart Dancing. 
Thank you. It's good to be here. Yes, thank you. Can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? I am um, I'm married. I have a cat and a dog. Um, and I do energy work. I, I worked out in the mental health field for a while. I worked in weight loss for a while. And um, what basically is really funny is, like, I worked in weight loss for many years. And then I sort of left that and ended up in the mental health field and realized the problems are all the same. They're just the uh, symptoms show up a little different. So for weight loss people, the symptoms showed up as being overweight. And in mental health, the symptoms showed up as bipolar, anxiety, depression. But the the problems and the the issues tended to be the same underlying. That's really and, interesting. Uh, I've never yeah. heard that correlation before between yeah. people who have problems with their weight and overeating and mental health issues. So what were some of those common issues or problems that you would see in both the weight loss field and in the mental health field? A lot is the self-esteem and the belief systems, like they're not good enough. And, you know, you just take it to the nth level, right? So it's like the same problem, but at just a different level of it. So it, it was the, you know, I'm not good enough. I wasn't loved enough. I don't love myself enough. Most of the time it stems back to the I'm not enough. There's some piece in there. There's multiple, I call it subsets of that belief system. But somewhere in there there's the I'm not enough. And I'm not important enough. I don't matter enough. Whatever it is, but it 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 all sort of relates right back to that. Right. And what drew you to energy work, having been in the more practical, more um, healing uh, fields of weight loss and healthcare? Well, actually, I got into healthcare after I did energy work. Oh, okay. Tell us about I was, that. I I was um I well okay. So I'll give you a little more background. (laughs) Okay. So my husband struggled with depression and and suicidal ideation. And so for many years, we were on a journey trying to figure out what would work for him. And Western medicine, typical Western medicine stuff, the medical model, it it was not effective. Meds didn't work. Nothing really was was doing the trick. And um, so we started looking into other modalities to see what the hell else is out there because the Western medicine model, they're not exactly open to telling you other ideas. Right. So, so it was just like, well, just try this pill, just try this pill, you know, and it was finally like, you know what, we're not going to do that anymore. So we sort of shifted and we sort of went on a journey of many different seminars and different things and different growth, self growth things. And we came across the energy work and um, that was his big shift. And All right. So we sort of just sort of both got involved in that because it, it started to really make a much bigger, more profound difference. And then because I was so capable of dealing with what he was going through, I just sort of morphed it into what I actually thought was going to be working with family members of people with mental health. Instead, I ended up being the person working with people with mental health issues because it was something I was very comfortable with and I was very comfortable sitting with people in their emotional pain right? and and allowing for it. So I actually would like to get back a little bit and work with family members of that because I think they're afraid to let their people who are in emotional pain stay in it Mm -hmm. and be in it. They just want them to feel better, which is so normal 
because we love them and we don't want anyone to be in pain when we love them. Right. But the truth is they have to feel into that pain to heal through it. Right. Right. And uh, so that's always my line to people. You have to feel to heal. Right. Well, let me ask you, when you were doing uh, the uh, work in the mental health field and actually working with people with uh, mental um, issues, were you using energy techniques or were you using more traditional uh, Western-type techniques? No, I wasn't really using traditional techniques. I did more stretching, but I always added in the energy work. I always worked with them with their chakras. I always worked with them about where where it sat in their body, right? Western medicine is very much about getting into your head and how you have to shift everything in your head. And I'm a big, big believer. The only way you shift is you drop that feeling into your body, that thought into your body, because you have to feel it to heal it. And if you're thinking about it, you're not really feeling it. You're just thinking it out. And logically, we can do that really well. Mm-hmm. But we never get to the underlying feel of, oh, my God, that's just like I felt when so-and-so said that when I was five. Oh, there it is. There's that pain. Well, let me ask you just to help clarify for our listeners and also for myself, because I'm fascinated with um, energy work. I've never really studied it to the extent that you have. But I have, uh, as I told you before we started, I have used, uh, I have benefited from having an energy coach. And I'm now a a strong believer in that. So let me just kind of go back to basics, if we could. Mm -hmm. And when you say you have to drop that feeling into your body, is that because there's residual energy from previous feelings that maybe are triggered now in the present moment? Yes. Exactly. Okay. So so what happens is when we get triggered, it's just an early childhood, okay. you know, or, you know, whenever life experience that's re- brought back up. So, like, if somebody says to you, right, say you go out and somebody makes some offhanded comment about your hair. I always use the hair as the example, right, for women, right? Cause right. Because we can be so, like, upset about our hair, which when we think about it, it's kind of absurd. But um, so we try and find the absurdity of everything. That's my thing, right? right? Find the absurdity in it because if you can't laugh at all our crap that comes up, we're in big trouble. So um, like say you have a really good, you feel great about how your hair looks. And someone comes up and says, what's up with your hair? And you go, nothing. I love it. And that's it. There's no trigger. There's no reaction. But say you get up in the morning and you're not feeling particularly good about how your hair looks and you go out and someone says something and you're like, for the rest of the day, like, oh, my God, my hair looks awful. I feel awful. I'm so useless. I can't. Right. It has nothing to do with that person saying anything about your hair. It's bringing up something else completely. And so it's digging into that. So I use the hair because that's an easy one. But we get that for everything like somebody makes some comment and it throws us for a loop and when you think about the comment by itself really like so somebody commented about your hair and you're gonna spend the rest of the day upset right yeah and then you realize oh there's something in there far beyond what my hair looks like that's creating this issue well, and so that can almost be like a signpost that perhaps there's something that you need to look at deeper right it's definitely not perhaps definitely is definitely that is a big 
hey, uh, this is a red flag. This is a problem. This is a problem. Right. As I'm waving my hands for those who are, because I'm, I know I'm on a radio show, but I'm waving my hands like problem. It's like, you know, being at the airport with the flag guy, you know, waving in the plane. This is an issue. Or, you know, I'm going to show my age here, but uh, lost in space. What was it? Danger. Morning, danger. morning. Yes. Danger, <laughs> danger, Will Watt Robinson. Yeah, thank you. Right? Yeah, yeah. So and I just showed my age as well. <laughs> I, well, and my birthday was just yesterday. So well, I happy ate, birthday. Thank you. Age is kind of on my mind, but I'm I'm digressing here. But I decided, you know what? I love where I am right now, and I'm having so much fun with what I'm doing that it doesn't matter how old I am. It's, you know, I feel good, and I think I'm helping people, and I want to share. And that's why I brought you on the show, because I think you've got some really valuable information to share. Yeah, yeah, so thank you. So let me go back to what we were talking about. Say I walked in and said, Lori, I need some help. I just had this overreaction to someone commenting about my hair. And I know that just was off the chart. It shouldn't have happened. But I just feel this overwhelming sense of, I don't know, name it. And Can you help me? What would you do for that person? I, I would, well, yes, I can help. And second, I would ask, when was the last time they felt like that? Like, how how much further back? Like, what is the actual feeling? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, where, in where, like, I usually ask this. If you could get out of your head, if that feeling could get out of your head and drop anywhere into your body, mm-hmm. take a deep breath and imagine that feeling, that thought in your head, and just let it drop into your body. And so many people always think it should drop into their heart or their belly, Right? I can't tell you how many people are like, yeah, my left knee is killing right now mm-hmm. or my right elbow or because there's a connection somewhere with how we perceive what's going on and what's come in through us. Like something happened in that how I connect with one chakra to another, like, oh, that that's my heart chakra. And whenever I feel hurt, I have a problem in my first chakra. Because that's my family and my family chakra. Maybe I have a problem connecting with my body and my tribe through my heart. So things that will connect different ways. So it is a really, it, it can lodge in anywhere. And I think so many people think it should lodge in, you know, oh, it's my heart every time. And it so often is just like some like, oh, yeah, my right shoulder blade now is killing it, right? Yes. Yes. So and it's really fun to watch people well, drop in. And I'm sure you've got to get or move your clients get past the don't think about where it should be, just tell me where it is. Right. Yeah. Yes. So yes. once you get past that point and they do identify a place in the body that to you seems authentic, then how do you work with them in terms of that energy? Well, at first I just let them be with it. Right? Because... Sometimes we want to figure out why it's where it is. Right. And and what does that do? It puts you right back in your head. Exactly. So the the biggest trick is when when you when you take that deep breath, but whatever it is, if you're angry, if if you're sad, whatever it is, if you can just take that deep breath and let it drop into your body and just go, hmm, interesting. It's in my right foot. And that's it. Just allow it to be there instead of 
Oh, no, I have to look up my right, right? So if you do energy work, right, for the people that are listening, you don't have to race to the Louise Hay book and look up, like, <laughs> what does right foot mean? Right. Oh, and for those of you who know the right side is the masculine, oh, that must be something active, right? Forget all that, because as soon as you go into that mode, you it's already gone from your body again, right? It's already right back in your head. Well, so yeah. it's a challenge. That's, like, the biggest challenge, and it's keeping your space in that. Well, and allowing it to reside where it is in your body. Right. Yeah. right. No judgment. No judgment about it. Just like, huh. I did. I did. I was at a retreat this weekend, actually, and I, we were doing a process. And um, the we were playing crystal bowls, and they matched to chakras. So, mm. but you will feel things not in the chakra that it's playing in, right? Because where you have a problem connecting from one chakra or one issue to another, that's where it will show up. So they were they were playing it and um my teacher my teacher was playing it and the person that was given doing the healing said, Well where did it show up for you? And I said, Well it started in my heart and dropped to my left knee. Really? And she that's exactly what she said. She's like, okay and it turned out he was playing the bowl for the sixth chakra. So it was like, oh, are you afraid to move forward? What's in your heart that you're you're holding back from moving forward? Ah. So, right? So I didn't figure that out, right? Because I just got to be in what I was. It was my healer's job right, not to figure it out, but to sit while he played the sixth chakra and reconnect my knee to my sixth chakra through my heart. Not, I didn't have to know all the details. Okay. I just had to bring them back together. So that's one of the joys of energy work is somebody taught me this years ago. You don't have to go through the garbage just before you throw it out. Exactly. And it's- energy work is a brilliant, like all I have to do is reconnect my sixth chakra down through my heart and into my first chakra. Like that was the problem. I don't necessarily need to know why. I just need to make sure that they're connected and flowing. And right. in that moment, they weren't. But so, so how they are. Okay. So how do you do the work to get those connected? Once you identify the disconnection, how do you connect them? Well, I do hands on. I do both hands on and long distance healings okay. as well as coaching. So depending, like in, in in one of the programs I run for for clients. I do both. Like they get healings and coaching sessions. Like it's part of the program Mm -hmm. so that as they process, we bring them back into, you know, they have a big thing. We do some healing so that they, they can get used to their body actually flowing with everything the way it's supposed to. We rarely have all our chakras open and rotating in the way that they're supposed to. They, you know, we get a heal, like I, I got healings all weekend this weekend, right? Like I got three different healings. It was fabulous. Um, and I'm pretty sure, right? I've been home less than 24 hours and I'll put money on it that my chakras are not all going the way they're supposed to already, right? Cause anytime something comes up, mm-hmm. you, you kind of, you kind of, I, for those, I'm like, you contract a little. And right. as soon as you contract a little, the chakras are off a little. Mm-hmm. It's not a it's not a, a major deal. It's being aware of it and and doing that, you know. And I'm very fortunate. I went to school for a few years in energy medicine, and I have a lot of people that will I can just pick up the phone and call them and say, Hey, I'm going to lay down for 15 minutes. 
do a chakra balance on you. Okay. So I'm very fortunate about that. Well, I'm going to just have that access. <laughs> and thank you for that. If anyone was interested in pursuing uh, education in chakra and uh, energy medicine, where would you recommend they go? Is there anything online that they can look at? Or? Well, I just finished, like, a brilliant school, like, brilliant. Like, I, I can't I, – I'm actually going to be a teacher's assistant there next year because I'm so enthralled with it. But um, it's What's called the Reese Thomas Institute. Say that again. Reese Thomas Institute. It's R-H-Y-S Thomas Institute.com. And okay. it's a – it's that you can take it as one year at a time, but it's basically a three-year program. Lots of self-growth, but also um, teaches you how to do the healing throughout. So, um, I don't know, I learned like 20 different energy, you know, full-spectrum energy healings. So we call it Reiki on steroids. It's, a, it's <laughs> much more focused, much more intense. We can rebuild chakras. We really? Can clear them. Yeah. Yeah, this, it's oh pretty fascinating work. And, That's um, amazing. Yeah, so I, that's what I just spent my weekend. It was just a retreat for for all the students and graduates. So it was um, there was nothing like being in that energy for days. And we did a lot of processing work. So I'm I'm very like woo woo right now. Well, so we caught you at a great time then. Perfect time. <laughs> yes, and it's great for boundaries. Like um, I know we spoke briefly. Just I am a boundary queen. That's what my friends call me. Um, and the reason for that is because I was awful with them for so long that it was my it was my point of entry. You know, when you said what what makes you jo- go into it, it was really my point of entry because I kind of lost myself while I was looking to find something for Andy, and he was looking for that. Right. I I sort of put my life on hold and and said his was more important, and um, had to really learn how to be as important as he is. And for women, that's a really big challenge. Women tend and to probably lose their boundaries or not have clear boundaries more often than men. Would you agree yes. with that? Yeah. Well, we have different, men have a different problem with their boundaries. Women will um, be wide open and let sort of give away all their, all their energy and all their space. Mm-hmm. And men will inv- like take it. Which is just as unhealthy for them. Right. Right? But we never think of it that way. We always go, they take all our stuff. No, it's just as unhealthy for them because we all need our own personal space to be our best self. And if they're taking somebody else's energy, they're not their best self either. Right. So when we give ours to them, and by the way, just so everybody knows, nobody can take your stuff without you giving it to them. Yeah. just want to put that out there. You want to stop with the victim of, he invaded my space. No, we gave them that. And I'm not talking about somebody attacking you physically. I'm ta- I'm not talking about, like, it's being a, a, you know, a victim of a violent crime where somebody really vid- vis- physically attacks your space. I'm not, that's a very different thing. Right. You're talking and energetically. I'm talking energetically. And people do it, right? Family members, parents, siblings, children. You know, you do it yourself, and we kind of do it in a very, um, you know, for me, I was always like, well, I, because I love you so much, I'm going to do everything for you, right? Mm-hmm. Which is so not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I can completely love my husband, and I do, but I don't give him my space anymore. I don't give him 
he gets us he gets a part of me but he doesn't get my faith and 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 what i will tell you is that when we started living that way our relationship got better and better and better because we were no longer codependent we weren't enmeshed we were just we were two people in love living together and being together and right. not enmeshed in one another right and it's it's very, very scary for a lot of women because we tend to live very enmeshed lives and it scares us to not be enmeshed because it feels very icky. And to not be enmeshed, don't you have to come to the conclusion and knowing that you are enough? Yes. Yeah, because the, that whole codependence, I'm not, I'm, I'm not valid if I'm not enmeshed with somebody. Right. And certain profiles, certain personality, life purpose profiles will definitely have that more than others. And that was part of the schooling that I went to. So, like, I did a lot of profile work. And so my profile struggles with that. Like, that's, like, an issue that I have. Like, every profile has certain, tends to have more problems in one, an area than somebody else does. Right. So um, I, that's one of mine. Like, boundaries was I, that's a struggle for me. Like I'm always wide open. Anyone can come in. Like, and I, I'm like that in my home. I'm like that in my life. And you, you sort of have to like bring it in a little bit and say, Ooh, I can still love somebody and say they can't come over whenever they want. Right. Well, let me ask you because I'm, I'm checking the time here. We have just okay. a few more minutes. Are there any practical steps or techniques you could share just even one with our listeners that would help them, um, preserve their boundaries yeah just i know there's lots but just pick one that you can uh say in about a minute okay so um for those of you who have a problem saying no right that's a big boundary issue practice this one little tip instead of saying no or saying yes practice saying let me get let me check my schedule and I promise I'll get back to you within 24 hours. And then you have to follow through and get back to them. Now, probably 80% of the time, you're still going to say yes to that person. But 20% of the time, you get to say no. And you never have to defend your no. Exactly. No is a complete sentence. So Ooh, I, I love, love that. that. Yeah. I love that. I'd love to help you, but I just can't. That is a good enough thing. Not why you can't. Do not go into why. Just, I would love to be able to help you, but I can't. I okay. love it. That just, that feels so good to be able to stand in your own power and in your own space, having evaluated what the request was, and then to be able to come back and say kindly, but firmly, that I'm sorry, I just, I just can't help you. Right. And and that's a hard thing. And make sure you get back to them because people who have a problem saying no also tend to be a little passive aggressive. So that line like, oh, I'll get back to you in 24 hours and then you never call them. That's not okay. Right. Don't do that because then you're you're invading. You're you're messing with your boundaries still because you're not honoring who you really are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and that will eat at you and it will bother you. And then it will it'll recreate the same problem over and over again that you're not good enough. So you always have to say yes. So okay. That you don't want to step into that because it'll just keep cycling over and over again. Well, Lori, thank you so much. Uh, you have shared so much wisdom in this twenty twenty five minutes. So thank you. Um, can you tell everyone where to find you on the internet? Yep, you can find me at lori dot com. 
And can I you spell that? Have L- yes, because my name is L-O-R-I. G as in good, Grant, R-A-N-T, LoriGrant.com. Great. And I'm sorry I interrupted you. What were you about to say? Oh, the, you can book clarity sessions, a free clarity session with me online, like right on my website. There's a, there's a link that says contact and this, you can, you can book a clarity session if you think that something resonated and you want to work with me. You can do that. And I also have a, um, free teleclass and that's all on the website. So you can, you can tap in and check out a call and see if it, if it works for you. Okay. Well, you know what? I feel like I just got a clarity session. So thank you. Fabulous. Um, And Lori, we so appreciate you coming. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to listen to the music of our hearts, not the messages from our minds. Thank you for being here. And let's all be clear, people, about our boundaries. We can move forward and be our best person. Have a good day. (laughs) 